0: Welcome, everyone, to Ultra Life Today. Do we have an amazing guest for you today? Not only that, but I'm Josh Bellew. I'm Adam Payne. We are hanging out here, Adam, on the heels of having Joe Tippins. Oh. Um, Kyle Drew Uh is, is coming up. And then the week after that, we've got Dr. Joseph Perita, a dear friend of yours. You guys met in a very interesting way. Dot, welcome to the broadcast today. It's so glad to have you.
1: My pleasure, and it's an honor.
0: So so tell me really quick, Adam, because I never tire, and maybe Dr. Parita could tell us how you guys met one another and what was going on with Doc at the time.
2: Well, you know, Dr. Parita is actually, you're partially responsible for us being in business today. I you, I don't know if you know that. <laughs> because uh, Dr. Frank, we had sent Dr. Frank, he had done some research on some uh, product that we had been had in development, and he came back from the conference all excited, saying, you're going to get some phone calls. And lo and behold, a couple days later, um, you reached out to me. So could you t- could you just, uh, let's wind back the Wayback Machine a little bit and maybe recall what that was like, what happened back then?
1: I, I can tell you exactly what happened. I was lecturing in Germany, but it was interesting. It was in a little kind of country town in Germany, but it was a fairly, you know, scientific lecture, and there was a lot of good people there. And I believe I met Dr. Frank there. And, you know, I was as I was always been really into the science of stem cells and things like that, looking always for an edge of how to make them work better. And I knew that, you know, inflammation was the enemy of stem cells. And I heard about this product, Ultra Cure. And I said, "Hmm, okay, yeah, it has a very unique blend to it. Bioavailability is much better than anything out there. I said, well, you know what? Let me check it out and see. Where is it made? Made in Oklahoma. Well, let me call the gentleman up and see and then I said, well, send me the science. I, you know, that's all well and good, but send me the science so I can check it out. The science was sent, and here we are. You know, so I nice. this is what I give to every stem cell patient I do. They're put on UltraCure.
2: No, it's now, you and- all, now, you also, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you also were dealing with some pain at the conference, weren't you? Did well, you
1: have an opportunity to try it? as a matter of fact you're right i think i had some pain in my knee and i tried and i said wow that's gonna make my trip a lot more pleasant yeah <laughs> exactly you know being uh- an orthopedic surgeon knowing you know all the detriments of some of these other products out there you know that do you more harm than good essentially you know it's a double-edged sword i couldn't really find any real drawbacks to the procurement i said this is it this is what i want to use and I mean, and I very mean this and sincerely, every patient of mine gets put on it unless they're on, you know, some medications that might be a reason I might not want to try them, but that's few and far between.
0: Yeah. Right. We, we call it the promise of curcumin realized, you yeah. know, that you can actually feel and it works, you know, doctor, you, you did your, your, your education at Georgetown. You did your surgery residency, if I recall in Florida right. there and, um, Give us a little more background that moved you from this place of being in the orthopedic world, being in the surgery world, which has its, its unique paradigms, right? And right. then now you're considered to be this guy that's a leader in the stem cell space in regenerative medicine. You're a founding member of the board, I believe, of the American Academy of Regenerative Medicine. Right. I didn't know
1: that until earlier today. I was reviewing, doing a little homework on you. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've always been interested in the cutting edge. I was doing laser dissections 40 years ago. Wow. And I was doing chymopapain injections, which is basically what Adolf's meat into a disc. Always been attracted to the cutting edge. And then one day, I remember I was doing some hip and knee replacements and I said, hmm, give me that stuff with the blood. Yeah. What's that PR something or the PRP? I said, wow, you know, my patients are doing better. I need to check into this. And then I really started looking at the science. I said, this is an epiphany for me. This is an aha moment because of the fact that basically this is how nature works. And I have a motto that I say, cells, not doctors, heal patients. When all is said and oh, done, you wow. have to have your cells heal you. Not, the pa- not, you know, I can do as much as I can as an orthopedic surgeon. If I even have put a knee replacement, in, the cells still have to heal it. And so basically, that's one of the main mantras of regenerative medicine. Influence the cells to make them take care of the problem. And that's why we're talking tonight, because that's what we're trying to do when all said and done, influence the cells to take care of the problem.
0: Now, how many years have you actually, you know, being a founding member of the American Academy of Regenerative Medicine, how many years ago was that? And what kind of interesting iterations
1: have you seen and changes over the, over the years? Well, real simple. I mean, it was about 18 years ago, and initially, you know, I was getting to slings and arrows thrown at me. Now, how can you do this? This is hocus pocus. You were a good guy. Now you're going into this- <laughs> the dark side, right? <laughs> and now those same guys say, hey, uh, you mind if I spend a couple of days with you kind of learning some techniques? I mean, so, oh, you know, wow. that's <laughs> awesome. that is
0: awesome. Well, you know, course, it takes, it takes know, pioneers. pioneers. It takes the John the Baptist having to get out there, you know, ahead of everybody and, and risk their neck a little bit.
1: No, oh, you do. And and I mean, look, I, I said, look, I think this is the way it is. I said, this is science. I said, sit down and read the science and you'll yeah. understand. And all we're doing is mimicking nature. That's the best way of healing things.
0: So you've been inquisitive. Uh, you you mentioned just cutting edge, cutting edge. Obviously, that's part of your personality. What actually right. led you into medicine in the first place?
1: I don't know, but I can tell you it was in grammar school. You know, I, I, worked, wow. I worked with your dad. Um, we had a landscaping company and a number of our clients were physicians and they used to talk to me and I did very well in school. And they said, you know, you, you, and I like science. They said, you might like okay. medicine. So now yeah, I'll look into it. And ever since okay. I was probably about seven or eighth grade, I said, yep, I think I'll go into medicine. I was fortunate. You know, wow. there's a lot of kids out there that have no idea what they really want to do. I'll go to college and try and figure it out. I said, I know what I right. want to do. I'm a science major and try and apply to med school and go from there.
0: Wow. Uh, that, that is so fascinating. Now, Adam has actually—I've never been to your practice in Florida, but Adam at least knows something about it. And he was telling me that you have kind of a beast of a practice. And I know we'll talk a little bit about PureForm, which is your newer, your newer facility that you guys have your grand opening on April 1st. But tell me what a normal day—is there such thing as a normal day at your practice there? And I'm really curious. Who are the supportive roles of people that you have on your staff that play into the whole
1: patient experience that you have? Well, you know, it's interesting. I still go to my orthopedic office two half days a week. And And I kid with my staff at the stem cell office. I said, well, now I go to my job where maybe I have to do 10, 15, 20 minutes worth of thinking. Not to sound facetious, but that, you know, it's pretty routine. But the stem cell office, I'm always working on How do we make this better? Like today, I came up with some protocols for hyperbaric oxygen, but I told my staff, I said, these are just preliminary things. The real magic is going to be when we start combining these with other type of techniques, then that'll separate us back. I my mantra is we always have to be different and better than the other people out there. I love, I love (laughs)
0: that. So what are some of the different, um, the different other health professionals that you have in your practice? How do they round out
1: what you do? Well, you know, one of the things is, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to leave some of my surgical background. So, I told some of my partners. I said, "Guys, one thing I don't want to do is sit down and start going over, you know, multitudes of blood tests and hormone levels and this and that." So, I have a nurse practitioner, which is superb. She really does a good job, That's and she all of that. I have a physician's assistant who does many of the aesthetic things. Now, I, I give them both some advice here and there. But they basically run with it and they do it. Mm -hmm. I handle a lot of the anti-aging thing, and I do a lot of the stem cell therapy. So that and and that's what's interesting to me, how I can, you know, use these things, how we can kind of turn back that clock of aging somewhat. And, you know, it really comes down to knowing the stem cell aging pathways because how stem cell age is how we age. And if you know how to manipulate those pathways, you're really going to have a lot of success when all is said and done.
2: Well, that that brings us to kind of like the development of our latest product, which is a um, an a senescent an anti-senescent or senescent modulating product uh, that uh, that we've d- developed in collaboration with you, Doc. And it's something that I've been really excited about. We've I think this has been in development for over a year.
1: Probably so. Yes.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, we've been discussing all of the different. Uh, compounds that we might want to include in a senescent modulating product, but ultimately it came down to, you know, uh, the different. for me it came down to the different pathways that we might modulate that are out of balance or not that might need to be corrected uh, in a senescent cell, uh, and then looking at the combination of those different ingredients that would address those senescent cell pathways.
0: Okay, so for, our, so for our listeners and viewers, Doc, um, what is a senescent cell? And then what exactly drew you into that? I know it is an anti-aging buzz right now. We have different practitioners around the country that are very much into regenerative and anti-aging medicine these days, doing some very interesting things. What was it that caught your attention with your background in stem cell
1: therapy? What was it that you said, hey, this is the next wave that we're going to ride? Well, I said that a couple of years ago. One thing I like to say about what Adam said about the pathways, an easy way maybe to understand this is think of your body, your organs and your cells as a computer hardware. Hmm. These pathways as the computer software. And when you have a problem with your computer, a lot of times, what do you do? Oh, I got to get it. No, you say, well, you know, let me reboot it. Yep. And that's what we're attempting to do. We're attempting to reboot some of these pathways. But anyway, let's get back to the senescent cells. The best way I can describe a senescent cell in one word is a zombie cell. Okay? It should have died. It's kind of almost like a dead cell, but it's hanging on. But, not, you know, if it was just there, that's one thing. But it's hanging on, but it's causing inflammation. It's releasing growth factors that have a tendency to go towards inflammation. And there's a word that we use. It's a buzzword. It was, I think, in Time Magazine back in 2018. Inflammaging, meaning Inflammaging, that you have your combination of inflammation and aging, and one is intimately related to the other. Now, these senescent cells, you, you have to have some senescent cells. You can't eliminate them all. Not a good idea. Some of them are necessary for wound healing and things like that. But by and large, the majority of them are not beneficial for you. If you can get rid of them, you're going to improve your health. You may even slow down your aging, and you may possibly, in some ways, maybe reverse some of the aspects of aging. So it's very important to to take these cells into consideration. And again, I I realized, okay, well, these senescent cells can really hinder the results of a stem cell therapy. And when I say stem cells, it's not just stem cells. It's a whole bunch of regenerative cells. So that's how I really became interested in it, and I really got a lot of research. And interestingly enough, there was a lot of university studies that are being done with senescent cells. So this is not some little esoteric thing. This is in the forefront of regenerative medicine nowadays.
0: Very nice. You've been listening to Dr. Joseph Perita. I am Josh Bellew. I'm Adam Payne. We are Ultra Life Today. We're having a great time with Dr. Joseph Perita. We are going to... uh, talk to you in our second segment again doc and then do a third and fourth segment and i think we'll have time to fit in some really interesting things we'll be right back Ultra Life today stay tuned
2: our mission is to take nature's most beloved botanicals and enhance them with our liquid protein scaffold technology this helps it reach your cells faster and better with exponentially enhanced bioavailability you'll feel better every day Ultra Botanica, the feel good curcumin. Get yours today at ultratoday.com.
0: Welcome back to Ultra Life Today. I'm Josh Bellew. You... I'm Adam Payne.
2: And we've we... been talking with Dr. Joseph Parita.
0: Hanging out with Dr. Joseph Perita today, one of the guys that really was one of my first little pieces of paper I looked at with the company there's this guy named Dr. Joseph Preda, and it says that he's a medical advisor. And I'm like, uh-huh. who is this guy? And now here we are, fast forward the clock years later, and we've got this gentleman with us. It's a leader in stem cell therapy, kind of a key opinion leader out there in the space, regenerative medicine, and came to you, Adam, about a year ago, you guys began to talk about this idea of senescent cells, and as they relate to the body and anti-aging. And and Doc, you said something fascinating before we went on the break. I've often wondered because Dr. Brian Frank, someone you know, he's taught prolotherapy around the world, which is kind of the the foundational um, original stem cell therapy, I think, as a lot of people call it, you know, triggering your own body's natural immune factors to be able to recreate a regrow connective tissue and so you said something before the break though that got me really fascinated and it was this clearing senescent cells out actually gives you a better shot better shot or a better chance at having a good outcome with stem cells did i hear that right with stem you cell therapy
1: correct and that's okay tell true. us about that that's that's exciting uh, okay you, you know when you in, uh, inject stem cells into an area it's a very hostile area. You know, sometimes some of the stem cells, I liken them to Navy seals. They're very specialized. They go into a very hostile area and their job is to go ahead and, you know, get that area secured. So, in this case, you know, getting rid of some of the senescent cells is like having some aircraft cover. Also, so I'm I'm helping the Navy SEALs. So anything I okay. can do to improve the survival rate of those cells, give them a few more days to survive, to do their job, so then the forces can come in and really start doing the repair work.
0: Okay, also, so pardon me, and Adam, that brings up something that you said the other day, and then I was reading Doctor uh, uh, Doctor Perita's paper on this. Um, senescent cells don't just sit there and take up space. They actually begin to turn on you at times, right? They begin well, to release cytokines and, and, well, and they, pro-inflammation.
2: Yeah, they, they release soluble proteins that are pro-inflammatory. And so it's because uh, they're kind of in a stress situation. A senescent cell is a stress cell, and stress cells uh, are... Uh, releasing pro-inflammatory cytokines into the space around them. So it creates a hostile environment. So, so,
0: so it does make sense that if you can subdue these guys or clear them out, you've got a better opportunity for these protocols and treatments well, I, when, to when, take root and, and do, do well. And
2: Dr. Preeta knows this much better than I do. My understanding is that if you can cause these cells to apoptose, which is natural cell death, the actual act of apoptosis actually encourages new uh, stem cell infiltration and oh, implantation wow. into the tissues. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. But it does basically help send out singling proteins. You know, these stem cells can then home into that area because you're getting, you're getting messages that, hey, there's been some damage in this area. We're clearing out these bad cells. We need repair work done. You uh, that, see, that's good. And that's the beauty of it, it's doing repair work. And the other thing we should mention is, for instance, in the uh, SYNC, excuse me, SYNC Ultra, you're not only just getting rid of the senescent cells, you're also stimulating at the same time some very valuable pathways to help reduce inflammation. So you have a one, two, three punch. You know, you're getting rid of some of the senescent cells by a couple of different ways. Like Adam said, apoptosis, where you're gonna basically kill the cell. But you right. also have to have methods of removing the cell, okay? And that's something that we do with the, what we call the beta-glucans. They stimulate yep. the immune system. Right. And right. another really good thing is, although they're senescent cells, some of their parts may be valuable, such as the mitochondria. So we want to do something called autophagy, where we basically go in there and say, hey, let's see what we can recycle here. We're going like to the to the uh, car graveyard where we say, hey, you know, that still has a good engine in here. We can take that part. <laughs> so we then recycle some of the valuable parts. Nice. And autophagy is a very important thing for anti-aging and just general well-being. We know that autophagy, for instance, is connected to intermittent fasting and things like that. Good right. life. So there you go. And we're doing, we have a couple of compounds in here that really stimulate autophagy. Yeah, but, I found that, yeah, I found spermidine that spermidine is one of the big ones. Spermidine stimula- is a good one. I, I I can't tell you how important that is to take.
2: So, fisetin, quercetin, and spermidine are, are the big uh ingredients in SinUltra that stimulate autophagy.
1: Yeah,
0: and I was so fascinated to realize that autophagy, as you mentioned, it's literally what t- is taking place as a person goes into a fast. They move into that place of ketosis. They get into about day three, and all of a sudden, really good things begin to happen in the body. And I think it's so interesting that we can help that along with a supplement like this.
2: Well, we're driving the cells to actually recycle and and reutilize the damaged parts of the cell and make them uh, either clean up the stuff that's damaged inside the cell, make it function better, or to scavenge broken parts from apoptose cells, if if my understanding is correct. Hundred percent.
0: Very nice. Um, I want to take a quick detour because uh, another doctor that Adam and I know out of Dallas, he's got a very interesting anti-aging podcast, and uh, he's one of these guys that's really pushing the envelope as it relates to biological age. What is your biological age? And uh, I wanna ask your opinion, uh, being in the anti-aging space as you are, do you feel like we really are making the kind of discoveries that are going to allow an individual to have a great quality of life into their 80s and into their 90s and into their hundreds? I mean, this this doctor even talks about a few repurposed drugs that people are using in that
1: space for anti-aging. Any thoughts there, Dr. Parita? Absolutely, 100%. Actually, I'm in the process of writing a book and what you're talking about, about not only living longer, but living well longer. We call that right. health span. And that's part of the title of my book. Okay. And that's so important. And yes, we are repurposing drugs. For instance, uh, there's a drug called distinibid, The And that was a leukemia drug that is also a very potent synolytic agent. Oh, so really? Okay. But guess what? Some of the newest studies show that some of our components actually work better than that. And you're talking about studies that were done at the University of Texas, at Wake Forest, in these senescent cells and how they improved health. So okay. we're really on the cutting edge of that, that stuff. And repurposing drugs, yeah, absolutely. And if you look at some of the pathways that we're stimulating, one is called the mTOR pathway. Mm-hmm. Yes, our, a couple of our compounds you know, basically quell that one. Now, another one is AMPK pathway. That's sort of like I call it a major thermostat of nutrient sensing. And if you can get that pathway basically revved up and working well, you're slowing down your aging, maybe even reversing it.
0: Wow. So that's one of those. uh, That's one of the agents that you could actually take. And then and and how do people determine someone's biological age? I'm sure there's a variety of different things that people are doing out there to determine that. But how, how would you
1: do that? Well, you know, like you say, there's so many different ways. You can do what they call DNA methylation is one. uh, The glycan index is another. There's many different ways. But all said and done, you know who these people are. You've seen them. You say, wait, he's 73 years old, but he acts like he's about 60. (laughs) So when all said and done, I mean, it's kind of obvious. Now, some of these things, yes, are a little more esoteric, a little more subtle. And but we're making great strides and and you look at people like Dr. Sinclair at Boston, he's very much into this another Another thing that we should mention is nAD. I'm not sure if you're familiar with NAD
0: We are and, and my struggle with that is over the years we have a dear friend that's a clinical nutritionist and uh, has worked with a lot of supplement companies, and he has said it's it's been frustrating for him to find a source of that that would convert well in the body. I don't know a lot about NAD. What are your thoughts?
2: I, I I actually know so little about okay. NAD. I'd have to defer it to Dr. Right. Perito. All right. Yeah. Tell, t-
1: tell us what you know, doctor. Well, I know a lot about it. okay NAD. Basically, when all is said and done, it probably stimulates the most important thing in our body to our health, our mitochondria. Yeah. When all is said and done, the healthier mitochondria is going to determine your health. Okay. NAD simulates a certain number of pathways. It helps us basically produce ATP, which is the body's oh, energy. Nice. Okay? Okay. okay. When all yeah, is said and done, But here's one little dis- problem that many clinics ignore. When you give NAD, remember now, NAD is going to make cells by and large healthier, but that's also including senescent cells. Uh. So unless you are giving patients some type of synolytic agent or agent to get rid of these senescent cells, you're actually not doing the patient a favor by giving them NAD precursors or NAD intravenously. You need to absolutely take care of these. And then you can go on my website and read the blogs I've written about this. Okay, so, that makes a lot yeah, of sense. And, and, and yeah, so so you want to clear
2: out the garbage yeah, before you actually And that leads me to a question. Renovation. So
0: it almost sounds like there would be the step of hey, I'm going to go on a synolytic agent for a month or two months right. and then I may actually want to go on to a round of NAD. Is that, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, you can do the NAD first and then you take this. It doesn't make a difference, I don't think, either way. Okay. You take yeah. it before okay. or, or I I mean, right. typically in my office, we've been giving it. We give NAD, we give them that same day, we give them some quercetin, a couple other things until, you know, it's an ultra cure came.
2: Okay. So I'm curious are are people actually experiencing a benefit when they get the intravenous NAD? what and what and how do people qualify that experience and yeah, we've got about you know, a minute before this next some people break
1: say wow I slept better other people say, yeah you know yeah. I tell people it sometimes does things behind the scenes right. but it kind of sneaks up on you to you say yeah you know I do realize I kind of have more endurance now yeah I'm able to run you know I'm able to run a little more I'm able to do more minutes on my elliptical I'm able to swim a little more so it kind of sneaks up on you there's no doubt in my mind NAD is supremely important In our overall health, and that I think is going to be the next big step—not just giving NAD, but basically mitochondrial health. That's so important. And guess what? Most of the products in our product really help stimulate those mitochondria. I mean, I could look at this product and say, "Hey, this is a great anti-aging product." Forget about the senescent cells. You know, it's multitask this product, which is so exciting to me.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. What is the best way for people to reach out and learn more about you, Dr. Parita? We're going to go to break here in
1: about 30 seconds, but I want well, people to be to able my, to find you. Look me up, you know, Joseph Parita, MD. Well, okay. then go to my website, pureformhealth.com and they can read my blogs. Most of them I've written myself, so. Perfect,
0: right. and I'm going to mention, yeah, Dr. Parita is a prolific writer and pureformhealth.com, I want you to spell this right. It's P-U-R-F-O-R-M health.com that's pure form
2: health.com i'm josh bellew i'm adam Payne, and we'll be right back well we, we'll be back next week to continue our fascinating discussion with dr Carita. so stay tuned
0: all for life today